Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to The Bite. We're going to be reading Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. A simple line in the middle of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. He says, Do not give dogs what is sacred, and do not throw your pearls before swine. If you do, they may trample them under their feet, and then turn and tear you to pieces. An odd phrase, to be sure, in the middle of a portion of Jesus' teaching on how the followers of Jesus are to sort of practically manifest their nature. Now, the most recent way that Jesus tells the church, tells his followers, this is how you live into being a follower of me, into being the people of God, is to refrain from judging too quickly, right? That's what he says. It's like, how can you, if you have a log in your own eye, attempt to take out the speck in someone else's eye? And the reason why we refrain from judging is because judging makes us blind. As Dietrich Bonhoeffer writes, when I judge, I am blind to my own evil, and I am blind to the grace that has been granted the other person. But in the love of Christ, disciples know about every imaginable kind of guilt and sin because they know of the suffering of Jesus Christ. See, this is important. This is what Bonhoeffer is trying to get at. It's not that we are to refrain from judging because all are to continue as they are. It's because wherever we do judge another person, there we can be sure we are blind to that same evil in ourselves. And the task of the disciple is to learn to see the world clearly, which means they must learn to see all the guilt and all the sin contained in the Son of God who is hanging on the cross. In that vision and through that lens, we become able to finally recognize the speck or log in our neighbor's eye and then able to help them walk with it or to take it out if they want. And that's the point. That's the key point. There are logs and specks in our eyes and we cannot see them until we fully see the weight of our brokenness, of our waywardness, burdening Jesus on the cross. And when we see that, we are invited into a life that receives the grace of Jesus, the easy yoke that says you are forgiven, go and sin no more. We are invited to begin the process of helping each other identify those logs and specks, not in order to save ourselves, but because we've already received the patient love of Jesus. So to that, Jesus says, after that, he has our text today. So don't give the precious things to dogs or the valuable pearls to pigs because they don't recognize them. They can't see why grace is so valuable. They can't register why forgiveness is such a priceless gift. Love them, sure, but there are those who will use this time to live in other ways than the way of life that Jesus has offered to us. To those people, since you are beginning to see clearly, not in a way that judges them, but that recognizes the focus of their heart, then make a true judgment 
and do not offer the priceless and simple gifts of the good news if they have no capacity to receive them. In the same way that Jesus speaks to crowds and parables, but the secrets of the kingdom are given to the disciples because they've said yes. Do not attempt to disclose those secrets to those who haven't said yes. They won't get it. I worked for the YMCA for many years and I was a camp counselor. And one of the first things they tell adults in authority uh, with children is that you have to be firm with expectations on the front end. Even like militant in some ways with consequences when kids step over the line just for a little bit, just like a tiny amount if they step over the line. You have to be very, very firm. You cannot attempt to reason with them because then you'll lose the entire group. Well, one summer, the first summer I worked with middle school kids, I attempted to reason with them <laughs> like adults. I broke every rule in the book because I thought, you know what? I was tasked with authority over them to, to keep them safe, to facilitate their fun, to teach them lessons. Um, and, and I wanted to try a different way. I wanted to try a way where I treated them as equals. And not that they weren't equals before, but I, I, I didn't want to honor the dynamics of the relationship that I was tasked with protecting them. Um, I thought that we could reason together, that they could see rationally, see clearly. And as all proponents, educational proponents would have already guessed, it did not work out. Not at all. It did not work to treat them like adults because they aren't adults, even though they think they are adults. They could not see clearly that they were teenagers in the same way that I could see clearly that they were teenagers and I was an adult because I had lived through that teenage years. Thus, I cast my pearls before swine. I offered them grace. I offered them an ability to have a conversation with me as an equal too early before they were capable of receiving grace or having that conversation. Because I tried to lead them by being a complete equal instead of honoring the dynamics of our stages of life, they lost respect for me throughout. Uh, grace and reason became nothing in their eyes. They, in a sense, they trampled the valuable pearls underfoot and they mauled me that summer. <laughs> if I had spent the time being firm with expectations, treating them with love and respect, but knowledge that they were teenagers and I was an adult. And that isn't something to boast over, but just a recognition of true reality in the same way that we are sinners and Jesus has taken up our sin. Well, then when it came and I did offer them grace, when the time would come for that, well, it would have been received with far more gratitude on their part because they had taken the time, they had been forced to take the time to see clearly so do not offer grace to people before they know, like deeply know, what sin is in them. Be people of truth and love in a world that cannot see either of those things, such that when we speak of the grace of God, people are capable of receiving it. Lord, we pray um, that this is a hard lesson, but that we would take it to heart that we would respect the dynamics of this world, that some of us don't see clearly 
how broken and wayward we are, how broken the world is, and therefore we can't see clearly how deep your grace is, how incredible your love is. So continue to reveal to us the logs and the specks in our own eyes where we're unable to to see the world as it is because we're too judgmental, because we're blind to the sin in ourselves. But then as you do reveal that to us, allow us to see the people before us clearly, to know what they need, to know how we can um, enter into their lives with the gospel in such a way that we don't throw the valuable things of who you are to people who are not capable or ready to receive them. We love you, Lord. We pray for your Holy Spirit to give us discernment today. It's in your name. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.